1: Now, there ain't nothing wrong with a brutal death scene if it feels justified. Few are going to have qualms about an asshole villain being brutally taken apart for being a big head, for example. And likewise, there are times when the hero can die a grim death and it feels completely right. Take Sergeant Howie being burned to death at the end of The Wicker Man, or Tony Stark annihilating his body to save the universe in Avengers Endgame. But sometimes, audiences will be left feeling genuinely nauseated and disgusted by a character's unnecessarily nasty demise, either a result of filmmakers who didn't correctly judge the tone of their work or those who went out of their way to leave audiences disturbed and appalled. Either way, these characters were all dispatched in a far grislier manner than just about anybody would have expected. So, let's get to the good stuff, eh? I am all that remains of Ash from what culture? And these are nine movie characters that got undeservedly brutal deaths. 9. Zara Young – Jurassic World Many viewers observed that the death of Zara, Claire's assistant at Jurassic World, felt excessively sadistic and overly lingered upon, given that she hadn't done anything to antagonize the audience or really earn such a prolonged demise. You see, poor Zara isn't merely munched on by a Mosasaurus. She's also toyed with and almost drowned by two pterodons before the big bad dino-gator emerges out of the water and chows down on her flailing body. According to director Colin Trevorrow, Zara originally appeared in a few more scenes which fleshed out her character as an obnoxious bridezilla to seemingly make her death more palatable to general audiences. But in the final cut of the movie, she seems like a perfectly normal woman who gets brutally killed, or because her boss was too lazy to look after her nephews. The issue isn't that Zara died, but the torturously long nature of her death scene, focused on her suffering as would typically be reserved for a genuinely antagonistic character. And all this in a supposedly family friendly blockbuster. 8. Lucas Flannery Transformers Age of Extinction What do you think of when you see TJ Miller? His recent personal controversies aside, most people take one look at the guy and think comic relief sidekick, a type he's been cast in for years because he's so damn good at it. For a brief while, he actually helped pare down the awfulness of Michael Bay's Transformers Age of Extinction, playing Cade Yeager's goofball employee, Lucas. But Lucas's role in the movie is sadly and shockingly short-lived, earning a most undignified demise at the hands of Cybertronian bounty hunter Lockdown and his grenade. Worse still, Bay doesn't just have Lucas expire anonymously in a giant fireball, he lingers on the poor guy's skin being instantly shredded from his body, leaving behind just a hideously charred skeleton. And because this is a Transformers movie and has only a most superficial regard for its characters, Lucas is mourned for all of about five seconds before the brain-dead action shenanigans kick off once again. You were the best thing about a bad, bad movie, Lucas. And still, we hardly knew ye. 7. Lorna Weisenfrund, Hostel, Part 2 The Hostel movies are all about people, both innocent and not, being brutally killed in creatively gnarly ways. But even with that bloody stipulation in mind, the death of Lorna in the second film leaves an especially sour taste. Lorna is a sweet, naive virgin, and it doesn't help make her death any more palatable that she is played by the impossibly likable Heather Matarasso. Lorna then gets invited for a romantic boat ride by a suave, handsome man, only to end up knocked unconscious. She wakes up the next morning hanging upside down in the nude and, moments later, a beautiful naked woman enters the room and starts slicing her back with a scythe. Hey, we've all been there. The woman then rides around in the pooling blood whilst continuing to slice away, until finally putting poor Lorna out of her misery by slitting her throat, projecting a remaining blood all over the woman who is clearly turned on by this. Matarazzo's palpably panic-stricken performance sells the terror quite brilliantly here. And of all the characters in this movie to give such a horrifying, drawn-out demise, did it have to be the nicest of the bunch? 6. Daniel Riddick, San Andreas Because every Hollywood blockbuster not called Ant-Man apparently has something against stepfathers, the Dwayne Johnson-starring disaster flick San Andreas can't just let Ray's ex-wife Emma have a nice new boyfriend, huh? Emma's partner Daniel is initially introduced as an affable, charming guy. But this being a disaster movie tentpole, it inevitably gives him an absurd personality transplant simply so he can suffer an unnecessarily brutal death. Daniel ends up leaving Ray and Emma's daughter, Blake, trapped as a disastrous tsunami hits San Francisco Bay. Admittedly, he did try and call for help, but he then later throws a man into an oncoming dust cloud in order to save himself as well, so he's really not scoring any points here. Sure, it is not classy behavior in the slightest, but leaving Blake was simply basic self-preservation, and even getting another man killed doesn't seem quite bad enough under the circumstances for him to deserve such a comical overkill death one where he is pounded into thinly-spread ground meat by a tipped-over shipping container as the wave hits the bridge. Ouch! 5. Nash, the Hitcher Nash is a kindly waitress who gets swept up in John Ryder's murderous rampage, and for all of her efforts to help Jim clear his name after being framed for the killings, she ends up paying the ultimate price. It's not simply the tragic nature of Nash being in the wrong place at the wrong time, but that most audience members likely expected her to survive at the end instead of Jim, while her death is so needlessly brutal. Ryder ends up tying Nash between two trucks and insists he'll drive one of the trucks away unless Jim shoots him, because all he wants is to die. Jim can't bring himself to do it, and so his cowardice ultimately leads to Ryder hitting the pedal and Nash being torn in two it's all the more disturbing as the film actually doesn't show Nash's gory demise. It's left entirely up to the audience's imagination, which is more than can be said for the ultra grizzly and quite terrible, Sean Bean-starring remake. 4. The Guy in the Nightclub – Irreversible Gaspar knows Irreversible is one of the most disturbing and controversial films ever made, and if its 10-minute, single-take attack scene doesn't quite make you sick, its opening murder sequence certainly will nose film unfolds in reverse, with the climax taking place first as Marcus and his friend Pierre head to a nightclub called The Rectum to avenge the rape of Marcus's girlfriend Alex. The pair are looking for a figure called La and after a confrontation with who they believe to be La Marcus has his arm broken. Pierre then intervenes, beating the man to death with a fire extinguisher, his skull becoming more distorted and disintegrated with each strike, leaving behind a gaping hole where his face used to be. A brutal revenge for a brutal act, right? Except, if you're paying attention to Alex later in the film, this clearly wasn't the man who abused her. And the actual attacker, Latenya, is stood directly next to this man in the rectum. It's not so much that the guy they murdered seemed like an upstanding individual in any way, but if you're going to cave someone's face in with a blunt object, you really need to be sure about it. 3. Randy Meeks, Scream 2 The wisecracking film buff Randy Meeks is pretty much everybody's favourite character in the Scream franchise, because in addition to being hilarious, he is an endearing, sex-starved nerd who in many ways feels like the audience surrogate. Fans were distraught then when Randy gets off totally out of nowhere midway through Scream 2, in broad daylight no less. After being taunted on the phone by Ghostface that he will never be the hero, that comes to unfortunately pass as Randy is dragged inside Gail's van by Ghostface and viciously stabbed four times, flooding the van with blood. Everything about this scene was executed for maximum shock value and disgust, and given how daytime is so often a safe period in horror movies, having Randy be brutally dismantled on a crowded college campus really threw viewers for a loop. Clearly, Wes Craven and company realise their mistake in killing Randy off, though, as he made a beyond-the-grave appearance via VHS message in Scream 3. 2. Hoban Wash Washburn – Serenity Joss Whedon clearly takes an almost fetishistic pleasure in killing off beloved characters he has created, and that is no more evident than with Wash's out-of-nowhere demise on the business end of a reaver harpoon in Serenity's third act. Still not over it. What should have been a joyous return to these beloved characters ultimately turned horrifying. Made all the worse, as Wash had just successfully evaded the Reavers and the Alliance. He was calmly letting out his mantra, I am a leaf on the wind, watch how I saw, when his life was instantly ended by that spear. He didn't even get to finish the quip. Whilst it's probably a relief that Wash's death was instant, did it have to be so damn brutal? Couldn't Wash have died in a giant explosion or something that wouldn't traumatise every fan watching? Almost 15 years later, Wash's death still rubs a lot of fans up the wrong way. And with damn fine reason, to be honest. 1. Detective Alison Kerry, Saw 3 Though the Saw franchise is focused primarily on poor saps being grotesquely taken apart by perversely inventive traps, there is one death scene in the series that actually jerked fans around in a genuinely frustrating way. Detective Alison Kerry plays a significant supporting role in the first three Saw movies, and honestly is by far the most likable and competent character across these three films. After Detective Matthews is left to die at the end of Saw 2, it really felt like Kerry was set to become the series' new protagonist. Only for her to be unceremoniously offed just 15 minutes into Saw 3. Kerry gets kidnapped and placed in a trap for the rather dubious reason of being obsessed with her job, requiring her to retrieve a key from a vat of acid which would free her from a contraption hooked into a rib cage. Despite succeeding, Kerry isn't freed in time due to the trap being rigged to be unwinnable by new jigsaw apprentice Amanda, causing Kerry's rib cage to be ripped out. Of course, the whole point of this scene is that it is an unfair trap, but even so, it felt like Kerry deserved better than being jettisoned out of the franchise in one of the third film's opening scenes. More than any other character in the entire series, she had the guts, don't laugh, intelligence and general common sense to be worthy of survival. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag, say hello to Quince.